0: Hello everybody, welcome to Conversations and Coffee. Today I'm joined with Mokhtar Baga.
1: Mokha. What's happening mate,
0: you so how are you? You good? Um, good, good. But just wanted to take this opportunity before you know Influence event in Spencer Dock Hotel on yeah, the 28th of September yeah, yeah. to just quickly just get to know a little bit about you and how you kind of got to where you are because it's a very interesting story. We spoke last week, we met for a coffee and, you know, I only got to speak to you for about 15 minutes and I was already intrigued with how far you <laughs> came, For anybody listening or anybody tuning in that wouldn't have the opportunity or can't make it to the event let's get to know a little bit about you and how you kind of started off
1: yeah it's crazy Um, well like i said like me and you had this conversation as well like i met you a few days ago you know and it's great thank you for having me on the show thank you and um yeah i started off i started jesus christ where do i start (laughs) (laughs) i started off i was like when i I first moved to I moved me, just me and my ma, you know. What i mean, only child, so we moved to we moved to Bernal, We did, yeah. We all let us for. Um, and the funny thing about it is, we were like kind of the black family, first black family in this in the whole estate, you know what I mean? So it was real taboo, you know. It was weird. And um, I, I can remember just starting hanging out with the with the lads, you know, going out playing football on the road, you know what I mean? Getting getting to know people around the estates, and then just clicking with the lads and being around with the lads all the time. But with that came with bad things to me, you know. It came with a lot, because you know when you're a kid, you, you you like, you play around a lot, you know what I mean. But now, when you're playing and you're doing things, and you're the only black head in the whole gang, in the whole gang, there's no one else to blame but the fella that they seen that they know. So I was taking a lot of rep for a lot of stupid things that the boys were doing, without even realizing it, because I thought I was just, I was just having fun, blah blah blah. So I was getting people knocking up at the door at the time, all the time that I don't this, I don't that when. It wasn't actually me, I was just being around it. I was just standing there and cause all they see was a black lad and it was the only black lad around. Straight away it was Muktai. you know. But that's how we went on, that's how my life went on from that on and going into school, always fighting. Um, always fighting, always fighting. Jesus Christ, I always fought. It was, like, like I said, it was, I grew up with my mother, you know. So when I was growing up with my ma, at, at that time as well, that. We, we, we were only the only black family around that you know kids us as kids there's no filters you know so when somebody you slide your it's just straight away especially being an only child I was straight away attacking I was straight away offensive I was straight I didn't let it go, you know what I mean? And that brought me into the point. And that's how met, that's how I met me my me, um, me boxing coach Ashley. He was pulling me off um, a fight in the <laughs> in the field when I was about like, I was about eight years of age, I think it was. Like, I can remember him bringing me home. Jesus Christ, like, I can remember bringing me home and actually getting to my mum's down. him telling me, man, all he was my mad teacher and my boxing coach and a father figure. It was crazy. To this day, he's still a father figure, man. You know, it's madness. But yeah, no, that's how we, that's how we got into the industry. Once we got into the old boxing, that was their game over. Discipline came. Um, that's why I always say to a lot of people, like, because I hear, I hear a lot. T- you have to remember the areas we grew up for. There's not many opportunities, you know. But opportunities are there, but they're not in plain sight. There's a lot. There's a lot of opportunity there that we can actually achieve and put ourselves in a position to get it. But it's not in the plain sight. It's not easy enough to get, it, you know. And the people that would be able to help you, that knows you, would not, because they know you, you know. And it's been like that since day one. So once you figure out. Where you need to be. Like a lot of people are, oh, you're so lucky, you're fully sponsored. You didn't see the upcoming. You didn't see the work that I did there to get to where I had to be to, you know, to be to be recognized as a, as an athlete, even. You, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people don't see that. All they see is, oh, you're, you're very lucky, but I don't believe in luck. Because I grew up so raw well that I don't believe in luck that all I know is every step I made, if I didn't take them right steps, I'll take chances and actually make move without knowing what is at the end of that tunnel. I will not be sitting here having this interview with you, you know, and that's, that's exactly what I always try to say to the lads, regardless what you're in, if you're in a job that you don't like, take that chance. Take that chance, you know what I mean? You don't, like you, there's no point going check to check, check to check, check to check and that's not what you want. Just mm-hmm. take that chance, take a leap of faith, go for something that you like doing. The more you put into it, the more you get back. Do you,
0: know you
1: believe hard work kind of is more hard sort of important than sitting and waiting? Hard work, exactly, 100%. Nothing's going to come and knock for you man.
0: No.
1: There's no opportunity that's going to come and walk up to your door and say Hey, how are you? Do you want to make a few hundred grand? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work like that. I think it's the area of are from. I think it's the little areas that that surrounding us and the way our brothers, our, our uncles or everyone else lived that has us in such little bubble now, nowadays institutionalized. Like, ah, it's crazy Nowadays, kids rather be known to be somebody on the, on the streets than actually be someone that walks, like an average, the way they look at it look. Like, I, I was talking to a young fella on the estate and he turns around to me, an average walking man is a joke <laughs> Like, that, that, that to me, that blew my mind I was like, what? I was, yeah, an average walking man is a joke, man You know, where would I go to walk? I was like, what you mean? i make more money on the street than I'm i made doing the job. But that's the way the kids are looking at it now. That's the type of area that we're going to open. So when you get somebody that actually comes out of that area, you know, that tries his best, that's still working, that still lives in the area, but doing good for himself. Now you're starting to get hated on. What are you better than us? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's what I mean? Do well. you, you get me? Like what, well, you're better than us, you're not gonna hang out with us now. So that's the that's that's the that's the that's the that's the most provoking thing in, in them type of state, because now young players that actually has chances. Like I know young players that's like top boxers. I mean like like from kids, unbelievable boxers, like. And when they came to 17 and started realizing what they can do and where they can go and where they can party and do whatever, everything goes out the door.
0: So where did your motivation come from to get involved with bodybuilding? Me. Because oh. that's essentially what's made you now. I think it took you to find a craft or a passion like bodybuilding. Mm. For me to sit in front of you now, because exactly, you've you know, lifted off. You've done so so well with that. Yeah. Where did that come from?
1: Me, morning, morning, to be honest with you, I always tell everyone that asks me this question. I always say that this one came from boxing. Mm-hmm. You know, I started boxing at around eight years of age. I stopped boxing at 23. You know, because I hurt myself. I was mad into horses. I was mad into boys. Every that you can see in the council this day I don't know you know like bikes, horses, all that, I done all that um so I can remember coming back from the I was fighting in the where was I Estonia I was fighting for the Irish team mm-hmm. and we were boxing in Estonia and I think I came home I came home with a bronze I came home with a bronze and when I got home um the family and anyway saw something mail for me but they bought me a KX a, break, a scrambler, you know, and I was in the backfields, I was up on the backfield, you know, just messing about like kids would do. And I came off and whipped my shoulders royal right place. And I can remember they gave me eight months off or something, and all I knew was boxing. <laughs> I never worked the day in my life. All in everyone, I always thought I was going to be a pro boxer, or, or that's all I had focused. That's all I knew was boxing. My routine was waking up at seven o'clock in the morning, going for a jog, coming home, having something tea, going to school. Training around four, or five o'clock, seven o'clock in the afternoon. Back on the road for the jog. Come home, shower, bed. That was my routine every day from like nine years to like twenty twenty three. So that's how focused I was and what I wanted. You know, now an, when,
0: like that where an instant shoulder, boom, boom and, just and everything just apart. took
1: it. Just took literally. It depressed me like you know, like just literally twenty three years of age. I always thought I was going to be a pro. I was making process in the, in the in the divisions, I was coming up and all of a sudden, boom, everything's gone. You couldn't even go out jogging because you're a do you couldn't do anything. And I can remember two months, two months, or two months or a month I was sitting in the house depressed, couldn't do anything. And uh, I just said, look, I signed up for strength, strength and condition, you know, with the band, you know, just to try and get the resistance back into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can remember joining the gym. It was, the, the, <laughs> do you know what? I started off in my local community center gym, it was like, wasn't even as big as this place, but it was like madness. The weights only went up to about 30 at the time. But 30s are like, a bit like a warmer yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're looking at back then, like you're looking at 30 and you're seeing young place pushing you like, whoa. No, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, I started back there and I can remember I can remember after a few months I start seeing progress and then like going out at nightclubs and all start getting noticed by women, you know what I mean? Like if the females were take interest in you because you had a bit of a chest now you know what i mean and uh i can remember saying to me i oh, remember the day i decided, look boxing is done i'm done with that i'm going into i walked into the iron house gym and that was in clandarkin that was in that's in that's actually around the corner from my house i walked into it and I knew, yeah i can remember asking your man to train me and you never you never really see any potential in me you know he thought i was just one of them that's just gonna come in like to be all i man. I didn't know anything to do with bodybuilding. To be honest, when I came in as well, I used to use McDonald's for pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, but <does laughs> anybody, know? I know
0: that's funny, but does anybody know until they knew? There
1: you know? go. And this is this is exactly what I always try to say to the lads. And a lot of people always say, "Oh, Mukhtar, there's too much, uh, too much vigilante, or uh, uh, too much yoke on Instagram." No, it's not. You're, like every one of us to forget, even I sometimes to forget where I started from. You know, like. I remember walking, to, it's not easy to walk into the gym at 17, 15 or whatever age you are walking into the gym for the first time especially into a big gym like the Loicite Coliseum or you know like where there's bodybuilders that's like well established you know it's hard, it's intimidating, it's very very intimidating and then again being that young walking into a gym and not being knowing how to train or not knowing how to train and then other people laughing at you it's very, it is very intimidating mm-hmm. A lot of people forget that and like this is what I always say to the lads like remember last time when not you remember the first time you walked into the gym man you know like your are putting that fella up on your storyline saying oh look at the day this fell from look how bad this fella's training but can you remember you when you started you know what I mean so this is like, And another thing is like we all go to the gym for a reason mm-hmm. we all started the gym for a reason and most most people forget that the current your
0: physique you're in at the moment, or the current physique, anyone's in at the moment, mm. they didn't begin at that physique. Nah, not at whole. It's a like hope. they say, your body is a temple, Well, it's not, it, it's like a sculpture. Your body is like a sculpture, Sculpt. because if it was a temple, it's made. Made. A do sculpture know, is hacking you away You have to hack away
1: it. and chip away at details, you know. And yeah, that's, that's, that's the beautiful thing about body, but not many of us can do it.
0: No. You're seriously successful though, I'd like to kind of talk more about how the competing end of things have come into yeah. it, because it obviously took a lot of confidence and it obviously took a lot of, you know, stepping out of your comfort zone. Big time. up on the stage. Big time. And what weight were you kind of down for your first time?
1: Um, you have to remember I was, I was a whipper. I was very skinny at the time, um, but when I went into the gym, I built up very fast. I think my first show I was like 60, 68, mm-hmm. 66 on stage. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was fucking huge, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I thought I was big, you know? Um,
0: Whereas
1: at the moment, you're, you're standing at like... At the moment right now, probably about 110 kg, mm-hmm. you know, but I can, remember, I can remember being on that stage, okay, I'm second on that show, you know, and coming from boxing background, second is not a win. It's, it's not, it, you lost, simple as. So in my head, I was like, nah, that's not good No. Even though it was my very first show, everyone was like, wow, well done. Mm-hmm. I prepped myself for my first show because nobody would prep me because nobody thought I was serious. So I prepped myself for the full show. It was the hardest thing ever, but I learned from YouTube. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. how I learned myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I prepped myself. I remember going to the show. Do you know what the ha- Do you know what actually the most anxiety thing I had for me very full show? Cuz I was so I was so much in the gang. I had loads of friends, they're all going to see Muktai compete. My biggest fear was wearing the jocks. You know, the,
0: the Stepping jo- up on stage with nothing uh, else With that
1: laugh. jocks, you know, just in a pair of jocks That was my anxiety It wasn't that, oh, I'm going to do crap Or people are going to laugh It was the jocks <laughs> it was like, That's mad <laughs> yeah. It's mad, isn't it? Being that young It's just, yeah. you just think, oh my. Well, It's
0: weird, like everybody has their own thing Somebody else could get up on stage and be absolutely terrified yeah. To be topless Someone else could be terrified to have no trousers on you know and then there's other people that just get up and they don't care they don't care yours wasn't what the judges thought how you looked or anything mm. it was actually just kind of what people in the crowd crowd talk
1: exactly yeah. you know it's weird
0: everybody it, takes something different don't yeah, they yeah
1: but see there, there you go but that's the way I was that's the way I that, came up regardless of what I did because I was saying, different I was saying different. that yeah oh, oh look what is he wearing like you know like you always had that you always had that growing up especially being a black kid in such a big area of like Nonsense going on too much, like everybody trying to be a name for themselves. Everybody's just trying to, like, you know, what I mean, like, we, we acted so silly and so like idiotic, like trying to make a name for ourselves that we forgot who we really are, mm-hmm. you know. And this is like crazy because if I didn't go into boxing and didn't get the discipline from boxing, I wouldn't be a successful bodybuilder, I wouldn't be where I am today with bodybuilding. So
0: like you said about this maths teacher slash boxing coach slash father figure, not that it it was you, but you needed somebody to come and grab you off that fear when you were having that fight and lift you up and say, I'm going to give you a chance. And the same way when you walk into the gym and ask for somebody to to prep you Mm -hmm. or to somebody to give you some advice and support. And you got knocked down. You could have thrown back around, walked and out, walked out, out. and had no you boxing to go back because you're exactly. injured. Exactly. But you carried on.
1: Exactly. But I carried on, and I went before show. Like I said, I done seven weeks prep for that. Yeah, it was hard. <laughs> it was before so. show. Oh, seven seven weeks. weeks prep. Came second, and I, oh, I hated it. I swear. You want to see me face on stage? <laughs> yeah. I trying to get you the picture so you can watch the show. <laughs> but yeah, you want to see me face on stage? I hated it. So um, the the year came. It was it was always an April show that's why I, I prefer to prep in the winter because in the summer there's too much attraction there's too much going on you know in the summer festivals, mm. families, the whole lot there's always something going on so I prefer to prep in the winter when you can't do much you know everything is rainy season I prefer that because it's just going to be a little bubble and then the second show I went 70% in, took the first place I remember going into the world uh, into the nationals then in the Irish nationals took the first place Um I was uh, again, back, I went back to Classic in April again, took fourth place, and then I was qualified to go international, right? This is where everything went down. I was qualified to go international, and this time, like, you have to remember, I remember I told you I started at 66 or something, 67 kg or something, now I'm coming into 75, 80 kg, you know what I mean? Oh, no,
0: 10 kg there. Yeah, Big feeling
1: difference. good, you know what I mean? After a year or two of, mm-hmm. you know, keep, keeping at it. And I remember qualifying to go international, for um, Arnold I think it was or uh, Arnold Classic uh, or the Olympic Amateur was mm-hmm. or something and I went to the meeting with the with the valuation and they were trying to tell me to come back down way. So I was looking at them like that's going backward like why would I do that like, I'm trying to build I'm you. trying to go up like you're telling me to go back like nah and cause they won't cause they didn't expect accept me going back what I did is I left the valuation. I left the valuation, changed valuation straight away and went to a PCA then and uh which is pca is a uh, english federation but they're well known all over the world right now and um, it's actually a big the, you know what? the is run so smooth so well looked after it's unbelievable it's one of the for anyone starting off beginning mm-hmm. it's a good base it's a good base it's a really really good base mm-hmm. what they do is they, av- they actually advertise that the athletes like like crazy, no other federation, now I see OFPB doing that much mm-hmm. but PCA advertised individual athletes that's actually, say for example if you won the show this year mm-hmm. you're the face of it for the next year, Brilliant. so your, your name is coming out there, you're getting mm-hmm. advertised. You so know? it's
0: giving you like almost like a ladder to climb, like, like a platform. if I do well I'll be the face of...
1: Exactly, a back of that category, exactly. So it gave me, a, gave me a great platform, I remember going to PCA, my first run in Belfast we nailed the first place, uh, we nailed it, went to British final and going with all the attention to take this place man and i like, remember i was going against a big name at the time yeah this fella like yeah, I'm, I'm sure your name you know him i just don't want to drop names again but went against him and anyway whatever happened they didn't place me you know i remember I was, uh, like, oh, what's going on here so i took that use that field went back again again i went to pro catch you know what i mean i want to be professional so I wanted to make a career of it. It's not something that, because a lot of people forget as well, and a lot of young players like, like this. Why I always say in my story and, and I'm pretty sure you probably know this already, that a bodybuilder can be so good, you can be as good as you want, you could be the best in your country, but if nobody knows you, if you don't advertise yourself right, or put yourself in this great position to actually get opportunity. You'll never get paid. You've got to literally market yourself. You have to market yourself. What you're, a brand, you're a brand. Exactly. But what platform does bodybuilders be on? You tell me what TV channel that you watch bodybuilding show on. Mm-hmm. It's, do you know what I mean? So social media is everything for us. So, look, as a bodybuilder, you need to be on social media. You need to be selling yourself on social media, marketing yourself on social media. So when you stand on stage, it's like, whoa, yeah, We follow. Do you know what I mean? So the ad is out there already. You are a walking platform you know and this is where we go We a lot of people go wrong as well that they get mixed up in oh look at him there he just comes in he trains takes pictures and walks out he takes pictures man he's showing his process it's, it, 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 it's a common thing in bodybuilding bodybuilding is all about pictures mirrors pictures mirrors and seeing where you're going from there you know but the old like a lot of old-schoolers didn't have that chance
0: yeah but it's like if you go into a personal trainer uh. and they take a picture of you at the beginning yes and then they take a picture at the end and they put two pictures side by side mm-hmm. but what you're doing is you're not taking pictures at the beginning and at the end you're no. going this is how i got from this this, to this. Show you. it's I'm just all it
1: process and look for you to start following me you're watching that process you're watching how i'm transforming mm-hmm. you know so Tra- that gives you that chance how, to how say okay have i, have I can do it yeah. you know i can do that too mm. so it gives you that platform to say okay I've seen him from nothing. Just look at him now. Mm-hmm. He he's well able to do it. So boy can't. He? He's human, isn't he? Mm-hmm. You know? And then where a lot of like bodybuilder lose the, the the opportunity is that what the old schoolers did back in the days now I know a lot of people are gonna bite my hands off of this, but it's real, it's tough like it's 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 true, it's facts, to be honest <laughs> with you. But what bodybuilders are doing right now youngers are doing now is oh i'm on low carbs i can't talk to you i'll oh, get away you know they have like, aggressive they put their hood up get away from me i'm, I'm angry i'm not i'm on low carbs i'm, I'm dying who cares <laughs> do you know what i mean that doesn't mean the world's gonna stop you choose to do this this is what you choose to do and this is what i was only saying on the on the, on the show there know, like these these things are crucial because when you're a bodybuilder and you're putting yourself out there on social media, on videos, you have to accept what's gonna come. That makes you a people's person. Cause you don't know who you inspired. You really don't. You don't know what kid is looking at you and saying, oh, I'm gonna be him like that one day. You know what I mean? And then do you ever see, do you ever hear of, um, for example, when you meet your hero, it's like, I shouldn't, it's the worst say thing.
0: You say you don't meet your role model, yeah.
1: A lot of bodybuilders, that's where they fail. Cause when they're two days out, or a week out, or they're four weeks out, the, the, the attitude changes mm-hmm. and now a kid can run in here and see him and say oh and go over to try and talk to him oh, you know oh, you just
0: get a shock
1: you know what i mean
0: oh that's what you're really like
1: exactly so this is where a lot a lot of bodybuilders are going wrong you, know the, you persona. know the persona is too much mm-hmm. it's too much you know the, the the i believe the true energy that you give is what you give back. You get back. If you're given nothing but positive, mm-hmm. you're gonna get get nothing but positive opportunity knocking at you. Mm-hmm. But if you're a nothing but negativity, oh look at me, I'm a bodybuilder. Look at me, oh who cares me? <laughs> Your mom will love you regardless if you have six inch arm or twenty inch arm or not. Nobody cares. You choose to do this. Do you know what I mean? And this is where a lot of people go wrong. You know what I mean? They think the whole world stands just because they missed their cab they think that the whole world will stand but that's not how it works But it's building. just
0: a mindset too you know it's not everybody but
1: it's some people and uh, this, is, this, is, this is exactly what I'm saying this is where I'm going with it it's not everybody no. but the majority of young players now mm-hmm. are acting like that mm-hmm. you know look at me and my bodybuilder. It, it's wrong it's, it's, and look you can say whatever you want I know this video they're going to say something about it or whatever but they can say whatever but that's the true effect of, of what's going on now I know young players that walks into the gym they say and walk right back out because the way young players are looking at them. This is my house, what, what is he doing here, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, the, the, this is what bodybuilding is coming to, I think, at the moment. You know, it's like, for example.
0: Intimidation?
1: T- intimidation. Intimidation is crazy. Like, uh, but the minute I see a young player walking into the gym, I'm the first person to actually approach him and introduce myself to him and let him know if he needs that. And you can ask me, whatever. When well,
0: I come up here to do a podcast with somebody else, and I'd say about, about a month ago now, about a month mm. and a half ago, and you followed me out of the gym, and you were asking me, you know, how are you getting on, and what's it like doing a podcast? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, happens. yeah. And you introduced yourself, and you mm-hmm. followed me out to the car, and I was like, um, I shook your hand, and then when I'd left the gym then, I was speaking to three people that, you know, use this gym too, and i said to them, oh, do you know that guy I there? And they were like, gentlemen, 100%, and I was like, he came to me out of the gym, and was like, he wants to come on, and he wants to have a chat and tell a story on the platform. and every one of them had the exact same thing to say about you is that what we see on the stories and we see on your instagram or this podcast is the same as you are in person like what you put on the platform you don't change nah it's all real with everything
1: everything is real everything is real and what what, what i always do is like like i always try to help someone i always like i got to the stage now that i don't really care Mm -hmm. about Like looking with fancy cars or dressing or trying to show off on Instagram, Like I think I've gone past that now. You're more of a motivator you're more of an influencer. Yeah, yeah. In a positive way of looking at it. In a positive way of looking at it, you know. I feel like if there was somebody that was that deep with me from a young kid, I would have been at the top of my game right now. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I feel like the youth of today are are, are getting so lost in the likes of Jodie Shaw and Love Island that they're forgetting that there's so much out there more than, than, image. than image than wearing lacoste or wearing gucci or wearing you know like and like that, that's another thing when we talk about business like i know young coming into money and they go out and buying new cars
0: and then nothing nothing
1: left how to put diesel in the mummy <laughs> I mean, instead of investing and putting that money in something that's gonna actually help you in the longer run yeah she might suffer for two years right? A year straight. What
0: but did they say though? We, we spend money we don't have to impress people. To impress we don't people like. that doesn't. You know what I mean? And the, do you
1: know what the funny thing is? You could go out and buy the biggest car in the world, but the impression is only there for about maybe 12 minutes. People will come out, oh yeah, lovely car. Oh god, just looking at But it's done. <laughs> That's uh, yeah. it. You know what I mean? When someone
0: else goes, why is a nicer car?
1: Yeah, it's done. So yeah,
0: no, a lot, a lot, a lot
1: of us. Even don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong, it's man. It's nice to have it. It's nice like, to have it, I and I'm doing the same thing growing up, man. I spent money on cars, clothes to impress people. But you're
0: here now. I'm here now, look now at it.
1: and looking back at it, and saying, Jesus Christ, I could have owned a lot of things, but man. It is,
0: it's like falling into a trap as well. It's when you see all this around you you just mm. fall into it i mean when you see another fella going and buying a brand new car or, yeah. you know wearing the best of clothes and you think right i'm in a situation where i have no job it didn't do me leaving so exactly how can i get this money or whatever it is very difficult for some people but what i'm trying to tailor the conversation around is rather than you going down the stereotypical way or the most common way you went completely against that went down your comfort zone mm-hmm. stepped on the stage and then became professional
1: yeah you know it took me it took me a while Four years, four, four, no, four to five years to get me pro card.
0: So yeah, we speak kind of more now about future plans from Oktar, what's the plans for, for the future for yourself?
1: Um, the future, now at the moment I'm trying to invest as much as I can, you know, to secure the future for my kids, mm-hmm. you know, um, at the moment I'm, I'm at investing to uh, designer a cool mm-hmm. it's a men's grooming. Probably one of the best around, I'm not going to lie, it is But the boys are unbelievable. But based in in there, Klendarkin Village,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, we have that, and I have, uh, I'm about to releasing my own Snapbacks, line of Snapbacks as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that's on stalledbymokhtar.com, and uh, just just keep progressing man, just keep progressing and just trying to put money where it matters.
0: One venture to another, but just yeah. playing it smart.
1: Playing it smart, and just you know what I mean? Just put money where it matters that, yes, you might not benefit from now. In the longer run, we might take something away from it you know that's that's the most important thing for me right now because um another thing like just before we go into that like a lot a lot of youngsters think bodybuilding is like wow I do 20 shows I get paid I'm big name. no 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 you know what I mean this is what we talked about earlier no 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 the competition is not where the money is it's really not and like yes when you get to the high level to the place you need to be and you get sponsored yes you will get paid But trust me, till you make it where you need to be with your followers or whatever, you're not going to be seeing proper money. So please don't quit your job, basically, is what I'm trying to say to you, to just go full-time into it. Because it doesn't work like that. You need to have a job to support it.
0: It's like you said, it is a passion, it is a hobby
1: it's a, exactly it
0: into a yes career. it
1: has to like if you're coming in and thinking oh this is it. this is what i'm doing you, it's, you can fail badly
0: it's a career you have to build yourself you have You've to build to at the start it's a hobby
1: there's no other question about it it's a hobby you know even even like people that competing now at the highest level, and not getting paid what you call it it's a hobby You know what I mean? Unless you're getting paid, traveling the world, getting paid, doing Q and As, seeing different parts of the world, and getting paid for it, it's a hobby. Mm -hmm. If you're still getting up at seven o'clock, eight o'clock in the morning to go to work, and then coming at six o'clock, five o'clock in the afternoon to train, it's a hobby.
0: (laughs) 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 It's facts. Well, I'm going to talk now, kind of this weekend. Yeah. We have the Influenced event. Yes. 28th of September.
1: I like to see it all day. I'm ten years. That's gonna be a good one. Yeah that's gonna be like some serious names at like that
0: man. Yeah, there is.
1: That is a serious included, serious line up. You know, you've
0: got yourself, Aaron McGregor, Mr. Yeah. Daydal, and a special guest, hopefully um, you know, that, that will blow everybody away. But you're gonna be speaking at it. Mm-hmm. Anthony Donegan's gonna be throwing a couple of questions your two, way. Yeah. Very similar to today, mm-hmm. more so spending the conversation around influenced as the title of the event, yeah. how you Influence people you probably don't even realize I mean you've got a massive following on social media and There's so many thousands of people tuning in. Mm-hmm. You don't really probably get to see the amount of people you're actually touching
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's great. Like I always say to the lads like it's, 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 it's amazing social media changed my life in a, in, in a weird way, you know It made me see things a lot different and uh when you're doing do like it doesn't matter bodybuilding like broadcasts um it doesn't matter what you're doing. Once you're sharing on social media, and you're able to travel to a different country, and somebody to walk up to you and say, oh, and actually appreciate your work, mm. it blows you up, man. Yeah. It, it really does. It really, really blows you up, like. And uh, that's what social media has done for me. Like, it, it gave me a platform to be able to speak me more. Put it
0: on a much wider scale, Oh, it?
1: God. It gave me a platform to be able to speak me more. For my name to be recognized, from, from a little black young player from Born Oak, to be able to do. Like, last year, we don't countries. Torn China everywhere, like people waiting for you at the airport just to get pictures with you. It's nuts, it is nuts. This
0: just where we are partnered up with. New trend, yeah.
1: New trend has been number one sponsored, and then we got Gorilla Wear, the clothing. Um, we have a few other ones there, but um, yeah, it's it's, it's social media, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, it's power. crazy. The power of social media is, yeah, phenomenal. You, I
0: think, it's although social media is good and it's, it's definitely massively successful, it's a great tool. you are the one that have you have the voice Mm -hmm. all that's doing is allowing you to put the voice onto a platform i mean social media won't give you that voice no if you have that voice it will give you the the space to share it and that's what i think you have that's where i think your skill comes from you are able to socialize and mingle with almost Mm -hmm. anybody and the reason i think Behind that is that you're just real. You're just what you see is what you get. It's what
1: you get. You know, like uh, like there's another part that didn't really talk about. Like uh, before, when I was growing up, fighting all the time around this estate, I hated people. I, I like uh, I, I was. I looked when people looked at me I was like what is he looking at like straight away I want to fight you know straight away I, I always had to stick up for myself I when always felt like, like I was defensive. and that
0: intimidation was, was taken so away it was
1: gone and then when I got into bodybuilding and when I started doing okay in bodybuilding and the way people are showing me love all over social media like if you watch my social media right now like my storyline I'm pretty sure there's something there <laughs> of me ranting or me giving a voice to somebody or uh, doing whatever um, that's, that's my motivation it's crazy, like even when I'm on prep, a lot of people are oh, how'd you get up? Because I, do, I don't do pre-workout coffee, I don't do anything like that, you know? So a lot of people are like, how'd you get up in the morning? Like, It's crazy, it's the love I'm getting back from a lot of people on social media. I know people that came over to me at Expos, queued up, queued up for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, just to meet me and tell me about something that I said in my storyline that helped them on their journey, like. Mm-hmm that help them off the couch, it's crazy. It's nuts. Yeah. You know?
0: It's only when you see it face to face.
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean? And that's why I always say to people like, don't be putting negative on your story because you don't know who's watching you. You don't know who you're helping. The mental health right now is booming. It's crazy. It's in like, I'm pretty sure in, in a home alone, I'm pretty sure your mother or your sister or your brother, someone has something to do with mental health. That's suffering with anxiety, panic attack or something. You know, all it takes is that little thing to trigger it. You don't know what it is. Yeah. But, way showed you, you're not, you're not you're, you're not, you're not, his family, you're not, do you know what I mean? So when people call, like, that's why I always say like, when you see young on the road and you see somebody like, oh, look at this damn, here, or I'm bigger than him, you are turning it to his face, you don't know what he's dealing with. You don't know what's gonna trigger him. Yeah, he might look okay now, but what is he gonna look like when he gets into his door?
0: Might be depressed.
1: You know, and this is where we're going with you now, with this, with with this whole thing about the influencer, the whole thing. Because when you ask me, that you're, oh, you, yeah, like, you influence a lot of people. I don't see it like that, you know. And I think I told you this already. I don't, I don't see it as in like I'm an influencer. Um, yes, if I, if my page can help somebody else, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And that's why I always say, like, even when people ask me, I always say, what's an influencer? Like to you, what what would be an influencer? Like, I
0: would say somebody that is able to inspire somebody somebody is able to motivate somebody and somebody that's able to make someone find them true selves like if I was to look at you and I always wanted to go into the gym and I listened to this interview and you Mm say I know guys that walk into the gym and walk right back out and then you said after that when I walk up to people and I shake their hand, for the people that are watching this that walk into the gym and walk back out, they don't know there's somebody like you there. Do you know. So then, when they walk in, they don't turn back. they They're, they're back, looking they're for they're that looking, person yeah. that will put their hand out. It Do might you know what I mean? Be you, but be exactly.
1: You know, like uh, treat, treat people the way you like to be treated. Simple as. Exactly. Yeah. Treat it's people so the way. Simple, it's So it's simple. It's like if you want to be treated with respect, you need to treat people with respect back. You know, and it, 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 it's the holy grail of this whole thing that we're living of. Being human, it's just, it is what it is. You put bad posture out there, you're gonna get bad posture back. Simple, you know? But an influencer for me, is not, because I ask kids all the time, what do you think, like, who's an influencer? And they'll say some name on Instagram that's like a millionaire, driving Jags, driving like big cars, owning gaffes that like, you could never have. To me, that's depression, <laughs> you know what I mean? To me, that's pure depression. It's not an influencer. Like you said there, for example, an influencer is the person. For example, Anto Donegan. Anto Donegan There, the way he changed his life, then went into life coach. He always talking about positive. He's always talking about anxiety. He's always talking about how to find yourself. That's an influencer. If you go onto somebody's page and you're happy leaving that page,
0: mm, good point.
1: You're influenced. That's a good way to look at it. Do you get me? If you're going onto somebody's page and he has like. Money, <laughs> you know, like Gucci bags, things that you cannot afford. You're leaving that page depressed. That's not an influencer's page, man. I don't see that at all as an influencer. And you can take it up different because there's a lot of people out there that look at it and say and be motivated. I need to get Should that. Go and get them. Go get that. No, no, I but know. in, I, in reality, route. I agree. In reality, come on, you're gonna go and work for a Bugatti. How long is it gonna take you? It's a reality, you know what I mean? So da. I see that as depression I don't see that as an influencer You know, you're an influencer Watch out you right now Thank you Do You know, like he, that, that's the thing that we need These are the things that we need to let young folks know that Just because he has 500,000 And he's driving big cars, having big houses Doesn't make him an influencer Not, not everybody is an influencer But yeah, when you go onto a Motivation Speaker's page And you listen to one of these videos And you're awoken from it
0: and you don't even need to see anything materialistic?
1: Nothing. Just literally listening to what he has to say. You don't care and you what they're wearing? Nothing. And just relating to it. And just walking away like, oh shit, that made sense. <laughs> that's an influencer. To me, that's an influencer. Yeah. Well, you I, know? Would, I
0: would think of you in that sense too. I would think that, yeah, you do enjoy lavish things in life, but mm. there's not a need to constantly pollute your no. fade with that yes throw it in every now and again because mm-hmm. it does let people say right this guy's been in the gym Monday to Sunday here exactly and now he's out having such a meal now he's out with his friends enjoy exactly himself. that's a balance that's showing people you're human you know he's able to have a high mm-hmm. and then come back down and spend time with his family go it's, on that holiday to exactly. relax. exactly you're it's human not work work. it's not
1: all work work and that's why look like, when the people see me and they see me for example I'll be prepping right we'll be prepping for six months straight and then the eight months when I'm finished, or nine months when I'm finished, to see me in the loin for a chicken fillet. I wonder, like, <laughs> what <are> you doing but <laughs> you know I mean? well, nice. <laughs> yeah. But there you go, I'm being human, I'm not a robot, I no. mean? <laughs> but no, yeah, that's not all the time, <laughs> yeah. you get me? Like, yeah. like, that's that's how it goes. People I mean. get people just think like social media when you're living on social media and you're doing that, that's all you do. Mm-hmm. There's no other life behind it.
0: People take what they want from it, they see things and then they just have a
1: perception, possession of it and, and I
0: think it's important to kind of look at more pages like yours look at more pages like Anthony Donegan's. and I can't thank you enough for coming on I can't wait to oh, see it on the 28th of September this thank weekend you. tickets on Eventbrite for anybody that wants to get those last few tickets you'll be seeing Mokhtar there you'll be seeing Aaron McGregor Anthony Donegan himself Lydia Daydal, and much much more um, with MC Shireen Langham from FM 104 gonna be a good crowd there. Good ah, luck. It's gonna be a good night. And it's not it's not it's a formal it. event it's more of a laid-back and um, get to learn more about get, the, the yeah. people behind the page or exactly. the people behind the influencers. As yeah such.
1: definitely and every one of us have a different story to tell that's a beautiful thing about it, you know.
0: Unique.
1: Unique, very unique mm-hmm. and like even that the, the people that's picked for it, like having me sells there and Aaron and like you, you just all different people like Mm -hmm. different in every aspect of life so i think it's going to be very interesting i'm really really looking forward to it you know thank you so much for having me on appreciate that thank Thank you. you